Hello, everyone. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. And we are honored, privileged to have with us again, Judge Andrew Napolitano, a man of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, a declaration of independence with the knowledge of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, our rights that have been lost from us, what we have to do to get them back, and how we all have to unite during this time to make that happen. Judge, thanks for being here today. A pleasure to be with you, my dear friend. You, you know, you have an article that you, you, you're you coming out tomorrow. And it's really, it, I read the, the title, Holes in the Constitution. I mean, this is like a daily report, you know, it's the <laughs> holes in the Constitution, what else is new? The Bill of Rights. It's it's every day. It's it's robbing us of what our founding fathers fought for uh, this country to bring us freedom and liberty and the pursuit of happiness, which is never allowed. No, there's no pursuit of happiness anymore. Get back in your house, you know, lock down your business. So well, tell the, us about the, this article. Oh, well, the article um, reminds the American public that the FBI, notwithstanding what Chris Ray said under oath, and the DEA, which refuses to speak publicly about this, continues to spy uh, on Americans, uh, continues to download what's in our iPhones and mobile phones, turn them into surveillance and tracking uh, devices in violation of the uh, Fourth Amendment. The reason I wrote the article this week is because Last summer, July of 2021, Joe Biden did a good thing. He found out that uh, Trump-era software called ZeroClick, which allows the user of the software to gain access to the mobile phone and the desktop without tricking them into click on something, clicking onto a, a phony link, was being used by the FBI. When he learned about it, he forbade it. Uh, and he had the uh, Commerce and Treasury Departments strip the um, um, import export licenses of the Israeli software company uh, that manufactured it. Everybody thought that was the end of it. New York Times reported last weekend that the uh, DEA and other federal agents have now found a way around this. They got some other Israeli software that effectively allows the same thing. This software, Taylor makes a link to entice you so they would find out what kind of websites you visit. Oh, there's the pair of shoes I've been looking for. Let me see what they look like. Click on the link and you have opened up your device to the DEA to listen to you, to track oh. you and to download at the same time. This happens all the time. This happens every day. The New York Times revealed it uh, last weekend. Uh, and the uh, feds, of course, argue when they get caught, well, don't worry about it. If, if, if we get information about you from your uh, website or from your iPhone and we don't use it against you in a prosecution, no harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. The Fourth Amendment protects us in our persons, houses, papers, and effects from all government, not just law enforcement. Just because the FBI changes hats, they take off the hat that says law enforcement, they put on the hat that says Intel doesn't change what they are. They are the government spying on us, invading our privacy in violation of the Fourth Amendment. So question, what do you call 
entering somebody else's computer without their permission and without a search warrant? Answer, computer hacking. That's a felony. These people that do this for the federal government should be prosecuted, just like these creeps from Eastern Europe that hack into our computers. That's why I wrote the piece, so the American <sighs> public would know this. You know, it, it's the, the USSA, the United Soviet States of America. It's we've lost our freedom in so many different ways. And again, first of all, tell me, tell me the great success that the FBI and the CIA have accomplished in our lifetime with the trillions of dollars that we've spent so far, our money that they steal from us. Oh, everybody, don't forget to do all your taxes. It's the end of the year. You want it, They want to steal as much of your money as they can to keep the crime syndicate going. So be good boys and girls. Don't fight back. Don't know what's going on because that's what they're doing to us. Again, you tell me the great successes that they've had by stealing our inf by stealing our rights and whether it's the FBI, the NSA, the uh, CIA or the FUCK, <laughs> YOU. Well, because there are 16 acknowledged, there's probably more that the government doesn't acknowledge. There are 16 acknowledged federal intelligence agencies translated spies what have they succeeded in doing? Taking our money from us while we're smiling, persuading us that they work for us rather than we work for them. Uh, C.S. Lewis once said, the greatest accomplishment the devil has ever perpetrated is convincing us that he doesn't exist. The greatest accomplishment these people have perpetrated is convincing us that they are our friend. Remember what Ronald Reagan said, the nine most dangerous words in the English language are, hi, I'm from the government, I'm here to help you. Uh, these are the people uh, who don't change no matter who's the president and which party controls Congress and who's on the Supreme Court. They and their culture are always there. And their culture is spy first, worry about uh, the Fourth Amendment uh, later. Do what you have to, get away with what you can, we'll cover your backside uh, for you. That's what they've succeeded. Have they kept us safe? Ask the people whose families were killed uh, on 9-11. Have they preserved our liberty? Read my column. They absolutely have not preserved our liberty. They have done nothing that they were charged with doing except being this big, monstrous, below the surface, below the radar, tax-grabbing, spying, deep state monstrosity that George Orwell warned us about. You know, talking about George Orwell, you write also here about the, um, the the Patriot Act. I mean, Orwell could not have come up with a better name than the Patriot Act. It is it's the antithesis of, of patriotism. Well, that's the other George, uh, probably the dumbest president in the post World War II uh, era, George W. Bush. Uh, that was his baby, and the Patriot Act authorizes one federal aid or empowers one federal agent to authorize another federal agent to issue a national security letter, which is the equivalent of a search warrant on a third party. So 
They could go to your bank. They could go to your lawyer. They could go to your doctor and give them a national security letter. This is not a search warrant signed by a judge. This is not a subpoena voted on by a grand jury. This is one federal agent authorizing another. And if the recipient of the subpoena, your doctor, your lawyer, your uh, banker, your financial uh, advisor, your telecom provider, your computer service provider, if they tell you that this national um, this uh, letter has arrived, then they can be prosecuted. All they are allowed to do is to fork over your records without you knowing about it. Thank you, George W. Bush. Thank you, Patriot Act. Ron Paul told me uh, that the House of Representatives was given 15 minutes to read the Patriot Act. <laughs> You're talking to one of the few people on the planet who's read it three times. It takes about 24 hours to read. Wow. Again, you know, we, we've lost our freedom in this country. We, if we don't have a new third party, we're finished. And that's the only way I see it changing because, as I say, it's a crime syndicate. And again, look what they've accomplished. Nothing. You know, there, to me, you know, as a, you know, in my lifetime, things really began to change a lot for the better at the end of the Vietnam War. It was really a free time. It was a wild time. And then that low-life piece of scum crap, arrogant boy, Fauci, sold America on the AIDS scare. That was the beginning. That's what started to change it. Number two, 9-11. You and I remember the days before 9-11. You could go to any office building, anywhere you wanted. There were no guards taking your name. You walked in. You walked in, when you went, went go flying. You go, you run, I'm always late for the flight, so I'm running down. You didn't have to get felt up and, 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 and frisked to, to see when you were going on. You could call an airline and say, I'm five minutes late, would you hold the plane? And they'd hold it for you, and the flight attendant would keep the door open until you ran onto the plane. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I did that. Uh, me too. And, and so what I'm saying is that's number, that's number two, our whole life changed and, and people that haven't been born before that have no idea how our lives changed with this. You said one of the dumbest, pre the dumbest president. Again, I call him a little daddy's boy, George W. Bush, born on third base and thought he had a home run. Hey, remember mission accomplished. Oh, how could God. the people be so stupid to listen right. to this little piece of crap? This little right. jerk. Right. And oh, and remember, we're going to get that guy, uh, uh, Osama bin Laden, dead or alive. Yeah. Well, yeah. remember and this. Why, why are we going after Saddam Hussein in, in an in a unguarded moment? He looked at a camera and said, because Saddam tried to kill my daddy. Yeah. Now, Saddam did try and kill George H.W., but that was yeah. hardly a reason to destroy a country to kill a million innocent human beings and to borrow and spend and waste a trillion dollars. We're not even talking about Afghanistan. This is just Iraq. Yeah. Oh, killing over a million people or assess around that number. Right. Oh, those dirty Russians. No, no, America killed those people. Oh, going back to little Georgie Bush, you know, making up this crap and people swallowed it. Yes. 80, over 80% of the people supported the Afghan war. Yes, yes.
you know, so again, going back to what's going on and you're talking about the pay, we're talking about the Patriot Act now, again, Orwellian to the first degree, it looks like the United States is going to be sending quote Patriot missiles to Ukraine to fight the Russians. These are the most potent land based offensive weaponry we have. Okay. Land based. We know what that means. Offensive weaponry. You don't use them to shoot down a missile that's coming into you. You shoot them to cause massive destruction wherever they land. Not only are we about to send these, we're sending ones from our substance, not our surplus. We're sending these missiles that we, we bought supposedly to defend the United States by attacking an enemy if somebody attacked us. and been attacked since FDR manipulated the Japanese into bombing Pearl Harbor. But then another story for another time. My point is this is more sophisticated offensive weaponry than the Russians have. And it comes with this. You have our permission to reach deep into Russia. What do you think these Ukrainians were doing? They're going to aim this at Moscow. And, and the Putin's people are going to see made in USA on it. So World War III has started. You've been saying this uh, for months. I'll be asking Scott Ritter about this later today. Has World War III started? Yeah, if it hasn't, it's going to start next week when these Patriot missiles get there. And, you know, the Russians and I've been saying that the United States is at war and NATO is at war with Russia. It's not a proxy war. And yesterday it was reported that British Royal Marines conducted high-risk operations in Ukraine in April. Lieutenant General Robert Magawan wrote in the Forces Official Journal. And by the way, I love these names. Royal Marines. What royal? Just stop this royal crap. Who the hell are you talking to? Oh. What am I what am I, a little Boy Scout Royal? Well, to us. What, what, well, what's, you know, this, but this is the language that they use. Correct. So the people become submissive. What royal? They're royal well, the royal pieces. Brit, the, look, the Brits, the Brits do not refer to themselves as citizens. They refer to themselves as subjects. Subjects of the monarchy of, of King George. Uh, what is his name? Charles III. Anyway, yeah. uh, this is very uh, serious stuff. So... Here, here's the situation as we understand it. Ukraine and Poland share a border. Poland's directly west uh, of Ukraine. At that border are 40,000 yep. American troops, including our elite 101st Airborne, and 50,000 Polish troops. The Polish president has said, we're going to help Ukraine's get Crimea back. Well, Crimea has been Russian for 300 years. Uh, now you have British soldiers on the ground. You have American CIA and American troops in civilian garb on the ground. You have American CIA spying on the Brits, spying on the Russians, spying on the Ukraines on the ground, and this offensive weaponry uh, about to arrive. Now we add, add those together. One plus one plus one plus one equals WW3. Yep. It started. And again, you're the, you're the one. I'm not saying this because we're friends and we work together. I'm saying it because it's true. You're the first one who said this, that World War Three uh, has started. Well, it was the cover of our magazine, the Trends Journal. Uh, and in on uh, February 
22nd, two days before the Russian invasion. We had COVID war, Ukraine war, world war, and with the explosion. And here's a, I found this, you know, one of the buildings I have here is the um, uh, 1774 Academy, one of the first public schools in America. And we're redoing the whole upstairs and we found these, these things from the people that were there before. And here's from Tuesday evening. They used to put papers out twice a day. May 10th, 1960. This is from the Kingston Daily Freeman. Here's the headline. Soviet threatens rockets at spy bases. All right, let's think of that headline. Soviet threatens rockets at spy bases. Number one, what, what, what's a spy base? And why does America have spy bases over there when we're Americans and we have our own national interests? But then you read the article. So that gets you to hate the Russians right away because it says the Soviet threatens rockets at spy bases that threaten Americans, right? Here we go. Moscow, Associated Press. Premier Nikita Khrushchev warned Monday night that Soviet rockets will shoot down any more spy planes that venture over Soviet soil and his government will take, quote, appropriate countermeasures. Wait a minute. It says Soviet threatens rockets as spy bases. No, no. The Soviets are threatening to shoot down American planes that are flying over the Soviet Union. But it would be perfectly fine for Soviet planes to fly over America. Well, look, you have either the cultural or the intentional mouthing of the government's version of things by the headline writer. The headline writer should say Soviets threaten to shoot down America invasion of Soviet airspace. But they're not yeah. going to say that. They're going to make it sound like somehow we have the moral right to invade Soviet uh, airspace and that Khrushchev is a, is a dangerous thug to want to shoot the planes uh, down. And that, and the that reason shows I'm... you the the power of the deep state. Which, which probably started in 1947 when Harry Truman and the Republican Senate and Democratic House created the uh, CIA and the national security state uh, began. It shows you their power to ingratiate their version of things, even in a headline writer in a small town like Kingston, New York. Yeah. And, but, that, but you see, most people only read the headlines. They don't read the entire story. Correct. And so that's how the propaganda, and they're doing it, they're doing it right now with Russia. They only sell one side of the story, and they don't talk about the comedian who used to play the role at a sitcom, Zelensky, as the president of Ukraine and play the piano with his penis. They don't talk about that clown that is now a hero, the new Winston Churchill of the world, another murderer, by the way. Yes. But America loves him too. And they promote it. And the people only know the one side of the story and the Azaz, the Nazi connection, how they overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych 
in 2014, brought to you by Victoria Newland and uh, the Obama administration. None of that. We don't need any of those facts. All we'll do is read the headlines, listen to the mainstream news and stay stupid. Well, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to say that what you're saying is correct, and some things never change. I mean, that uh, headline uh, is uh, 70 years old, uh, 65 years old, and yet uh, the same attitude, the same "let's find somebody to hate" is still there. You know, we yep. hated Khrushchev. Uh, we hated North Vietnam. We hated Saddam Hussein. Uh, now we hate uh, Putin, throw in there for a while, hatred of COVID, not hatred of the Fauci's and Murphy's and Hochul's and I forget her name in Michigan that locked everybody down and locked them up if they didn't comply, but hatred of foreign entities, the, the Chinese disease. Yep. Um, Orwell predicted that. Do you remember Emmanuel Goldstein? Manuel Goldstein was the name of Big Brother that everybody, it turned out it didn't exist, but that everybody was taught to hate so that the government could justify stealing money, spending money, and killing people in order to stamp out that which was hated. It was uh, Witless Whitmere, isn't that her name? Yes, right, right. Yep. Gretchen Whitmere, who... Uh, yeah. Might, we'll get be running with Biden, might be running with Biden for vice president if they yeah. can find something else for Kamala Harris to do. Yeah, and the people re-voted her back in. Oh, yeah. I was saying what, what, what destroyed this country. I, I mentioned the AIDS scare, 9-11, and thirdly, big time, the COVID war. Yes. Our whole lives have changed now. Everywhere I, I go, people are wearing masks. I agree with our friend uh, Paul Craig Roberts and many, many others, Lou Rockwell, Ron Paul, that the uh, COVID scare was a trial run for a dictatorship in this country. Yep. To determine how easy it is to control people and keep them in their place. And they used the most potent weapon they have, fear. They scared the daylights out of everybody. And... Times Square became a uh, ghost town and they wouldn't let you go anywhere unless you had a mask on. You, you couldn't be arm in arm with anybody. You had to be six feet apart. A Catholic bishop in New Jersey that refused to close the churches was visited by five Catholic state troopers who said, you know, Your Excellency, we, we have to arrest you if you don't close those churches. And an elderly gentleman, he did close the churches. And so it worked. The government demonstrated to itself the ease with which it could control everybody. Forget about the Constitution. Forget about the laws. Forget yeah. about uh, the Bill of Rights. It's just government control. Paul Craig Roberts is right. It was a trial run. God only knows when it'll happen again and how long it'll last the next time. Well, the trial run is World War Three, And just as the people marched off to the COVID war, just as they marched off, I'm a Yankee doodle dandy, Yankee doodle do or die. Yeah, over there, over there. Oh, the Yanks are coming over there. What are you doing over there? Oh, no, no. We, 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 oh, when you mentioned about uh, little Georgie Bush, about you try to kill my daddy, uh, Saddam Hussein, how come? Oh, you mean because his father invaded and slaughtered a couple of hundred thousand Iraqis? Correct. 
No, we won't talk about that. No, 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 you can't, you can't say that. You're not allowed to say that. America had every right to go there and destroy the place. They've been doing it forever, you know, since, since we've been born. So why should they not stop? You know, uh, uh, what's his name? Pilger, uh, uh, silencing of the lambs, John Pilger. He said in his lifetime, uh, America has, has invaded like 50 countries, you know, it, 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 it bringing freedom and democracy. Well, we don't bring, we don't bring freedom and democracy. We bring violence and death. We yep. are doing what John Adams warned us never to do. Don't go about the world looking for monsters to slay. A, there will be no end to your search. B, what will you do when the slayers turn around and look back at you? Yep. Yeah, no, this is serious. We, we are in a very serious situation. You know, I, I love listening to music. And, and when the COVID war broke out, my whole sentiment changed. I, I hardly listen to it anymore like I used to. And I try in the morning to lift myself up and listen to the old great jazz and things. And because I'm, my business is to be a trend, I'm a trend forecaster. And I see the trends ahead. And it's the cover of the Trends Journal for this, this issue that just went out yesterday. Yep, this Christmas, stop wars, be a warrior for the Prince of Peace. If we don't unite for peace, we're going to die in war. And it's Christmas time. Again, regardless of what religion you believe in, you know, it's not about that. Jesus Christ was the war, it was the Prince of Peace. But the only thing they talk about at Christmas time is, hey, how are Christmas sales going? You know, yeah. was it a good Black Friday? You know, oh, and by the way, we have to get rid of that word Black Friday. I find that racist. You know, let's really be stupid. But anyway, we, we have to unite. And what I have, what, uh, my mission in 2023 is to do everything I can in two ways. Number one, as at 76 years old, I'm fighting for the spirit of 1776. And in doing that, we need a new third party. And Judge Napolitano to be ahead of that new part, third party. That's the way I see it changing because there's no one out there in America that has the knowledge, the passion, the caring, and the heart and soul that you do in knowing where what has happened to this country and our loss of rights and what we have to do to get them back. So thank you very much, Judge. Thank you, Gerald. God bless you. All the best. All the best.